Welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast. I'm Katie Postma and I look after, create and edit the weekly podcast. Today's episode is all about social media and the impact it has on Ben and Lucy's lives, both the good and the bad. Also, don't forget that Ben and Lucy have just launched the brand new My Coach School 8-week Christmas Body Transformation Challenge, which starts today. You can sign up at www.mycoachschool.com for enrollment, which closes Monday the 21st of October at midnight. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode five. I was going to say episode four. I'm glad you chirped up then. Today's episode is all about how social media has changed our lives. And we are actually going to talk to you about the good and the bad, the ugly and the pretty. The evil. The evil. The evil. Yeah, no, we are going to talk about everything because social media has had such an impact on our lives more than we ever thought it would a few years ago. And I feel like recently it has become such a hot topic of conversation, not for just like personal use, but also business use. Yeah, we we put a lot of our lives on there. At the same time, not a lot, if that makes sense. I think people think that we put everything and anything up, but you honestly only see a really small highlight reel of our life which is kind of something that we want to get across to people when it comes to comparing yourself to others who are online or on social media as well yeah definitely and we are just going to start with i guess our own journey to social media now yeah sorry how we got into it and then obviously we're going to go through some golden nuggets tips and hints for people the the bads yeah tips and hints for people want to grow the social media or businesses who use social media or pts who use social media and how you can better develop your business through using social media as well Ooh, social media. <laughs> a lot of socials there. A lot of socials, yeah. So I first started posting on Instagram properly around two and a half years ago now when I was a uni student. And I feel like two and a half to three years ago, Instagram wasn't like a massive thing. It was kind of just like, oh, post photos of th- edits. and. I think it still was quite big. Obviously, Instagram started off as like people posting arty photos, portraits, photographers, where Facebook was obviously kind of for the students, but the platform's developed a lot since then. Yeah, definitely. And I realistically started posting just for my own accountability. As you guys know, if you've watched, watched, gosh, I'm not a YouTuber, listened to episode one where I talked about my disorderly eating. And I was just kind of posting to be accountable to myself, to see my own progress, And then I noticed that more and more people did start to follow my journey. And then it kind of got to the stage where I was like, I'm not actually giving much valuable content. Hence why I started posting more workout videos rather than just like arse photos and things like that. Yeah, beauty and bitches. uh, Yeah. Photos, get your arse up, get the likes Yeah, literally. And I obviously realised I was massively, massively helping people through both Instagram and then I plucked up the courage. One of my friends at uni was like, just start a YouTube channel, just do it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I look back at my first video and it just makes me howl. But that's how I initially got into That's your That's your journey because you're going to be shit when you start first producing videos. I think that's what stops most people from producing is the fact that they're scared of like underperforming or being shit Not quality. Which is one like of the most that. common questions that we get is, oh, what camera do you use? Like... I think just to put it out there right now, we use a Sony A7S and A7R. But as someone who's a new creator on social media, you do, you not, do need not need to invest in that kind of kit. I mean, we've spent like three or four grand on kit. 
But that's um, after three or four but years. But like the, the thing that's amazing now is the new iPhone. The quality is unbelievable. You can just use a phone, and that's mm-hmm. what we started with. And if you're producing good quality content, you don't need to worry about it being the best quality. Just be consistent with it and produce to help people. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like um, Ben's journey is actually a little bit different to mine in terms of... I think I, st- I started socials. a little bit later because my priority you was... You started when we got together, Yeah, really. my priority was massively on the business side of things, wasn't it, in terms yeah. of like Facebook ads, email marketing, the marketing side of it. I kind of ignored my social media for the first year that we were in the business because we focused on you being like the... The gal. The icon. <laughs> like you being, you being the front end of it and me being the, the ugly, ugly, ugly oh, looking side no. of it. <laughs> and then it wasn't really until like the year after we started saying, right, we need to kind of get onto the male side of the market as well and help the guys out. And Lucy really spared me on and motivated me to take a leap with social media a lot more, be a lot more consistent with it and use it as a tool. But... When I first started using it, the quality of my videos, if you scroll right back through my Instagram, was, was oh, pretty wow. shit. But the reason why I started my social media page was because I remember when I first started training, I was in the gym, I was a kind of an anxious guy, I was skinny, I was nine stone, piss wet through, and I used to go to the gym in like a couple of hoodies, keep my head down, use the bits of kit around the gym, wouldn't venture into the, the free weight area, had a bit of gym anxiety, list goes on. But for me, that's why I started producing content because I was thinking about the guy that I was when I first started and I would have absolutely killed to have the page like mine to be able to refer back to in the gym, look at workouts. And I think what builds your confidence up is knowing that you are doing exercises and executing exercises efficiently and properly. So I think if you've got a visual log of that that you can go through for free, then it's amazing and that's why I produce content now because I produce content to the to the guy that I was 10 years ago when I first started training because I know how shit it feels and that's what motivates me to put out good consistent content and that's where my journey really started with social media and, and why I started my page yeah now this kind of transitions pretty well into our business which is the my coach school www.mycoachschool.com obviously what the podcast is sponsored by now when you have a business ours is an online coaching subscription platform training videos workouts recipes and everything like that when you put yourself on social media as individuals but you also have a, have a business I think it is a fantastic idea to have a business page as well and it's actually something we didn't do straight away is it no I think like obviously it's difficult because you came from being a content creator it's there's a, the thing that's difficult now with social media there's so many people who are trying to develop the business and that's a, that's a good thing because if you're not online with your business then in this day and age you're pretty much set up to fail but it, it's trying to market yourself in a way that isn't like gimme 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 and like sell 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 to people that's why obviously what's the word I'm looking for I think it's a precipitation effect. Yeah, I think Where you are producing content for people to help people and then somewhere down the line you may get something back in return because mm-hmm. you've helped people. That's why it's always the case of giving your best shit away for free because you know realistically you're letting people into what your ethos is and the, the good content that you're creating is going to help then sell your business. Yeah, obviously. And when, when you are using social media, you have a far bigger reach for your specific audience. So if you're using Instagram, if you're using Facebook, your audience 
can reach you really, really easily, whether it's through a video, whether it's through a blog, a podcast, whatever it is. And then you can actually express your personality. So like we're doing now, you get to, I guess, kind of know me and Ben a bit better. And you also get to know about our business as well. So it's essentially you're showcasing your business on these platforms rather than just doing everything via how do people just used to do things newspaper newspapers radio I think, I think the biggest thing is and one thing that you talked to me about was about engaging audiences so whereas before you wouldn't really be able to engage with a business you wouldn't be able to talk to a business it, it wasn't really like people was it it was just you'd seen it as it is what it is there's, yeah. there's no one behind it yeah. there's no there's no hum, human to or no face to it whereas now you can really engage with people through social media that makes sense yeah, no, it completely makes sense. And the obvious thing that I wanted to talk about, I feel like Ben may not talk about this as much, but I think a benefit for us with the business as well is because we are a couple and I still and truly believe that love is one of the most powerful emotions. So and I get my little violin out? <laughs> no, but seriously, we're working towards the same goal. We're both grafting. We work really hard together. I think that does shine through our content, especially mm-hmm. through the My Coach School, especially through the business well, itself. With all social media, we possibly <laughs> we wouldn't, wouldn't have met. together because no, we wouldn't. I'm sure you've all heard the story where <laughs> Lucy was constantly pinging me DMs and in the end I gave that's in. That's not true. I gave in. <laughs> that's actually not true. That's, that's definitely not true. But I just wanted to throw that in there. I think it is quite powerful when you are working, and obviously don't have to be a couple, but like a friend, working with someone, business partner, couple... So powerful. On a serious note, though, a lot of people do meet through social media nowadays and, and spend the rest of their lives together. So, obviously, that is another benefit of social media. Another thing is, like, and I want to touch on this because there's some absolute bellend yesterday who commented on one of the posts that we put out. It was oh a po- post to do with, like, motivating people, not being worried about if you put on weight, the reasons why you may have put on weight but not put on body fat. And some absolute hobo commented and said something like, I see about 70 gram mistakes in here. And obviously the backlash then came on her because she was putting negative shit out, so she got negative shit back from a lot of people. Not that I'm saying agree with bullying, but sometimes it takes your own medicine when it comes to things like that because the thing that she didn't realise is that I have dyslexia, so I'm not very good with spelling and words and stuff. And the other thing, that's what I said to her, was that I'm a coach, I'm there to help have an impact on other people's lives and better their health and fitness. Yeah. I'm not there to, to teach them literature and language. Of what? Oh, you'd be an English teacher. I wouldn't. I definitely would not. So that's what my job is. I'm not there to to help people with grammar. And that's just, I think, with social media, you've got to be prepared to take some of the shit that comes with it, but also just know how to deal with people like that. And that's the my point I was trying to prove yesterday is that now because of social media, it gives people like me who weren't necessarily necessarily the most academic in school a place where I can succeed Aww. and excel because now so we, nice, we live in a yeah. world like where creators are the ones who are entrepreneurs making good money having decent jobs a life that they enjoy not just the academics where that i think that was the case like many many years ago i think it's kind of not roles reverse but it gives, gives people who it's are given a lot of opportunity 100%, for yeah. a lot of people and we are going to give you some social media nuggets Golden nuggets. Oh, not Mackie's nuggets. <laughs> not Mackie's nuggets. Some golden oh, nuggets. There's, there's big now, boxes, by the with way. the curry sauce. Nuggets. Oh, my God. Okay, so our social media golden nuggets. Get your notes up on your phone. Get a pen and, pa- a pen and paper. That's you, that old oh, school, boy. isn't it? Okay, now, 
This is more so to do with Instagram. It's kind of what we have learned as personal trainers, as online coaches, as being a fitness influencer in a very saturated market and how to push yourself out there, how to grow organically and things like that. Now, the first thing the first thing you're going to want to do is identify your pain point. This niche. could be a million different things and it is your niche. So I will go through mine in particular and this is somebody can't grow their glutes. They have stubborn glutes. Now, how do you solve their problem? What is the thing that you can give them, the advice that they can take away so they can action? And makes them feel better. And makes them feel better. Now, you need to look at how it will visually look. Would you click on this person's video or this person's photo if you were scrolling through Instagram? This is like a massive one as well because I always think about that when I'm posting. Like, I'm like, that's pretty shit. I wouldn't actually click on that. I think that's the thing. Like, when you just don't want that in terms of visuals, like, a lot of people are like, oh, my stuff doesn't get seen as much because I've got this thumbnail or it's all about the thumbnail, like, the clickbait. Well, yeah, you've got to give a shit about your content. You've got to take time. You care. It's all good and well putting a good video together, but it's got to be a good caption. It's got to be a decent thumbnail. It's got to look clickable. It's got to entice people into it. Unless you're taking the time to do that, other people will do, will do so. Yeah, completely. And obviously, just going on from what Ben was saying there, the thumbnail does need to be clickable and stick to the ethos of not being an absolute idiot. And what we mean by this is don't kind of like trick people into your content. Oh, I don't ever think say. it's fair by people putting like target love handles, target this, target that, target inner thigh gap. Like it's really kind of like These discouraging. Are the, like, the, the insta see next Tuesdays who just absolutely Yeah. Don't don't be one of those people. I mean, yes, they will get likes because they're selling false information. Please don't be one of those people. Editing, um, time and quality. Obviously, you do need to put time aside to learn how to edit if you don't know how. Put time into it like it's your baby. Like, make sure you... It's not your baby, but it is for me. Like, my editing, like, means so much to me. The caption, like Ben said before, it has to be thought-provoking. There has to be a meaning behind it. What can people take away from it? I think you need to be you in it as well. I I feel like a lot of people put captions to try and, like, um, be someone else or to try and... What's the word? Just trying like play up, yeah, yeah, and play up to an audience which you don't need to. Yeah. Now the final one is responding to your audience. Okay. Now this is something that me and Ben have always done and will always do. It applies to DMs as well. By the way, when you get get replies, don't they? Yeah, they're like, oh my god, you replied, you saw this, and it's things like that. Like, doesn't matter if you have ten followers or if you have a million followers. You need to make sure you're applying to your comments, you're thanking people, you're answering people's questions, you are taking the time out of your day to get back to people. And I'm not saying sit on social media 24-7. Set time aside yeah. to do it yourself so you aren't on your phone 24-7. Well, we, we do it often, obviously, emptying our inbox out. Empty in the inbox. I think it's something that's a good thing to do because obviously you're engaging with your community and people know that you're a real person. I think a lot of times, I did it when I was on social media. I was like, oh, I'll message him on a whim and see like, the message back. A lot of the time, people didn't. Mm. And I think that's why I want to be different and what, how we both are is because yeah. you you are a real person. Like, there's genuinely, I think, especially when people leave like negative comments, they think that you're not a real person. But behind that account, there's a human being who is there either to help someone or inspire someone or whatever they're doing. So I think you've got to remember that sometimes, that when you are messing or whatever, if that person doesn't get back to you, it's, it's personal preference, but we will get back to every single person who messes us in some due time. Yeah, 100%. Now, just some final insta tips before we actually go on back to what Ben was saying then about like 
the negative of social media, I guess. Some Instagram tips, obviously, use IGTV. It is a fantastic... I used to hate it at the start, I'm not going to lie to you. It used to scare me. But Instagram love it, and they will push your videos out. And you can obviously... You've got 10 minutes to kind of talk about a topic, maybe your niche, whatever you want to talk about to share with your audience. I think it'll be a lot more raw as well, IGTV. Yeah, it can be. You just piece it together. Mm-hmm. It's it, Yeah, they are pretty simple. Use Instagram features such as the ask a questions, the polls. You can add people to a group. Again, engaging with your yeah, audience. Instagram is like when you're using new features. Yeah. They push up. And then finally, use Instagram story. Instagram story is a fantastic way as well for you to build up your own courage of speaking to a camera. I think yeah, that was definitely. the best way for us when initially I used to just not even look at the camera. Well, I'm like that because I've stopped, started YouTube a lot lately and you didn't, you yeah. got me into it. Yeah. And I think story was the first place that kind of Helps. started helping me build up confidence because at the end of the day one it's gone after 24 hours so you don't even have to worry about it and two it's nice to kind of at the end of the day to look back at what you've done for a day day. yeah exactly now to finish on the negative well we're not finishing on negatives don't want to leave yeah no not it's just the the pre-finish of the um more so negative kind of associations we've had with social media and this is personal to us in terms of like the trolling, the hate, and um, being judged. And I used to be ridiculously bad with this. Before I met Ben, because I was on socials a bit before him, I was alone, I really, really struggled with nasty comments because I'm a girl who has muscle. I work really hard in the gym. I build muscle. I think it's really sexy, and I, I love being strong as a woman. Sexy. And then about you. <laughs> that Britney Spears song? <laughs> I don't know. Is that fire? I don't know. Okay, okay. Anyway, I completely lost track. I really found it difficult when somebody would comment saying, you're on steroids, you're a meathead, you're so ugly, you're this, you're that. And honestly, I just used to cry. I couldn't I couldn't understand why people were being so nasty because I didn't like the fact that not everybody liked me. Do you know what I mean? It was one of those Absolutely things where thing, yeah. I, I I like being liked. Who doesn't like being liked? And I couldn't get over the fact that these nasty people, YouTube's the worst, were full on trolling. Not all the time, but they were trolling me. And when I met Ben, he actually kind of changed my perspective to be like, you have to remember, Lucy, that these people are sat at their computer. They'll say something to you and it'll be the most satisfying thing they say to you all day. And they will be waiting there for the response. So it's more so I started to sympathise with them. And someone said to me, oh my God, you're so ugly, you look so muscly, you're like a man. I'd be like, thank you so much, Sharon276. I yeah. hope you have a wonderful day. I've heard the thing, Kill them it? with kindness, yeah, isn't it? That's the one. That's that, where that quote comes back to that I always leave because I picked it up off Jamie, is that like, not everyone's going to like you. And I think once you get over that, then you can really understand that that quote of, if there was an old woman in a burning building, even if you decided to save her or not, there's always going to be someone who thinks you're a dickhead no matter what. And you're never going to please everyone. You, it's just... You're just not doable, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't want to please everyone because that's where you start changing who you are mm-hmm. for based on someone else. And like when you're judged, like I've got loads of stuff in terms of I've had before with body image, um, because I have pectus cranium. I think I'm saying that properly. But I have an underdeveloped chest. Sounds like a dinosaur. I've, I've, got, I've got big ears. Um, I went to Turkey recently to have a hair transplant. Like there's loads of little things that happen in my life where I'll use my weak points to try and help other people and make other people feel more normal that people will latch onto and try and take the piss out of you it's just you get some balance like that in life unfortunately and 
like Lisa was just saying then, I think sometimes you have to empathise with that person because for them, it's probably just some lonely bellend sitting in his, in his flat at home and the best part of his day is satisfying himself by leaving a comment on yours. At the same time, if you look really good or you're doing something positive or you're helping other people or doing putting some good into the world, the thing that's going to happen with that is they'll look at, at your piece of content and it'll be like a mirror to them. It'll make them look at themselves and what they're not doing or what they haven't got. So the first reaction for them is to attack the thing that has made them feel that way to then make themselves feel better. So I think you've got to always try and imagine like why is that person doing that or why is that person doing this? And most of the time it's just because they're sad or pissed off with themselves. And that guy who commented on one of my videos saying you have the gayest voice I've ever heard in my life. Mm. And I put back, sorry mate, this is something that I was born with and I can't change. And they're always so shocked And literally, literally no joke, a minute later, he'd DM me saying, sorry mate, I'm just having a really bad day. And I left a comment on something I shouldn't have. So you've got to think, most people are probably like that. Yeah, definitely. And I think that comes with comparisons as well. Like, one of the negative things is that automatically built into human behaviour we are made to compare ourselves to others whether that is if you're pulling up at the traffic light in a car and you compare your car to someone else's whether that is you're walking past houses you compare your house to someone else's we do it with our bodies as well and I think this is something that is a negative thing that comes to social media is that it forces us to constantly compare ourselves to other people and on that note obviously the thing with social media is that you don't see in real life you have a, a constant free editing tool like people yeah. will change the way they look. People will make things more defined. People don't look like that all the time. So to compare yourself is massively unbeneficial to yourself and something that you should never do anyway. Yeah, like you are you for a purpose and a reason. Like I, that that's the best. That is literally the, the, how I would say to it. Like I know it's so hard. I still do it sometimes. Ben still does it sometimes. I, I think it's more so prominent when you're, you're, you're having a bad day. Yeah. And you're a bit like low in yourself. You go on Instagram and you start to scroll. Go onto those pages that make you feel shit and just don't follow them. Yeah. Sometimes they're just not necessary. Like when I went through my really, really bad period of being wanting to like super skinny and things and the thigh gap, I then unfollowed all of those pages because they made me feel so bad. And I, and I felt so much better after it. And yeah. it's one of those things that you can do if you do struggle with comparisons. I think that's one of the things is that you have got to take responsibility to the, for the way that mm-hmm. and things that make you feel that way. Because at the end of the day, we all have um, control over what we consume. So you're in control of what you consume. If you're going to constantly sit there all day and compare yourself to other people who you don't like, then there's got to be some element of where you take responsibility for that. So by unfollowing those people, you're taking action to cut that out of your life and follow pages. That, that's why I love that print speech that he gave on social media last year when he was talking about, like, if you have a responsibility... We're all influencers as well at the end of the day, whether you've got 100 followers or 100,000 followers. If someone comes to your page, do they leave better or worse off than when they got there? I think that's something that goes out to influencers and creators and, and everyone in general, but at the same time, the people are consuming the content. Does that page make you feel better or worse? And if it makes you feel worse, unfollow it. Yeah. It's as, it's as simple as that, really. And I think that is a fantastic... Positive note. I'm just going to leave on one more thing, actually, as well. Sorry, oh, sorry on. to ramble on. The, the thing that always gets me is obviously with... It's a lot different with generations. And I think my mum and dad's generation especially still doesn't fully understand the whole social media yeah. thing, the influencer, the lifestyle, that, that kind of stuff. And like, oh, we're back in my day. We didn't have that. We weren't sitting on the phones, tables, eating dinner. I think, like, obviously one of the things that social media can do is... Almost like create an addiction with social media. Like we were talking about the other weekend. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I can't double tap. 
Mm. I, was, I was at the pin pad. <laughs> to, yeah. to the point where we've been yeah, on Instagram literally. too much. And it becomes like a bit of addiction. It can affect sleep, other things. But at the same time, when family and stuff like, oh, well, we didn't have phones up the table. And it's talking about, like, we used to just talk. And you didn't. You'd have probably awkward silences and meals and stuff. And if you had the opportunity and had the phone there, you probably would have went on it. Mm. It's just it's a massive opportunity thing because now social media has creeped into our lives in so many different aspects. It's so apparent and there all the time. And obviously that does come to a point where, right, you feel like you need to switch off and it's something that we spoke about a lot because it is our business. It is always on the forefront of our mind. There has to be points sometimes where you're like, right, I'm just going to put it away for a while because... Otherwise, we'll never get to spend any quality time together. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I'm the type of person who, maybe this is like a girl thing, but I love putting my phone down and I love not being on it and I love chatting to Ben and spending time with him. And it is an important element to get into there. And it's just kind of finding the balance. Yeah, because... You just have to find the balance. I think that the, the addictive thing is, especially when you first start using it, is that like... When you get likes through or comments, like, oh, I want to check again. I want yeah. to check it again. Yeah. And it's like that endorphins are released. And I think the sad thing is if you... It happens to everyone, so it's not a sad thing, I suppose. But I think the thing that you don't want to do is base, is your, base your happiness on likes and comments, especially with Instagram at the moment because the algorithms are so shit, mm. isn't it? Um, yeah, never ever base your self-worth on how many likes you get Because when things photo, don't, aren't going well on social media, then that's when you're going to be on a bit of a Billy Downer. Yeah. One of the good things, actually, we're really enjoying at the moment, sorry, we'll just end it here in a sec, because <laughs> I realise I'm waffling, is TikTok. I'm really enjoying producing content yeah, for TikTok, TikTok at the moment. Fun. So jump over onto the TikTok and follow us. We both have the same handles. We just put more funny content on TikTok. Yeah. Put a smile on your face rather than something to really take away in terms of... <laughs> yeah, definitely. I really hoped you enjoyed our social media, the good and the bad mm-hmm. podcast. Thank you so much for the support, I guess, on the Not So yeah, Critical podcast keep, so far. Keep a screenshot and tagging us in story. Facebook, Instagram, it yeah. really means the world to us. And if you could leave us a review as well, that oh, would yeah, also mean the world to us. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.